Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We got some good news yesterday from John C. Monroe Hamilton International Airport. Uh, and it's all about the amount of business and the numbers that are happening there. And uh, to talk about this, we're so pleased to welcome back to the program uh, Kathy Puckering, who is the president and CEO of John C. Monroe Hamilton International. Good to see you again, Kath. Good morning. How and, are you? And Dina Carlucci is here, there, who is uh, the director of marketing. Your job's easy now. This is all good news stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all good you, stuff. You're just looking at all these big numbers uh, yeah, and say, yeah. yeah, I'll Keep print it that. coming. Yeah. Keep it coming, though. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, is, uh, this is a good day, though. I mean, uh, we, we've had some concerns and some challenges in the past. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the numbers. Uh, so let's, we'll do passenger first, and then we can get into the cargo and the things. Uh, excellent. Well, we are proud to announce that we had a 21% increase in our passenger traffic last year. Uh, that comes after a successful 2017 year as well, where we saw an 80% increase. So, so you guys are on a roll. We are on a roll, mm-hmm. and it's all because of uh, low-cost service that has entered the Hamilton market. Uh, well, and that was always a challenge because uh, you know, we had great numbers for a while there. And, of course, Ward Air had to do some rejigging, and that had an impact on what we were doing. And WestJet, I'm sorry, Ward Air. I'm going back too far now. <laughs> but, uh, but but when that happened, it was, a, well, where are we going to find carriers? Uh, you've got a lot of carriers now. I mean, obviously the word is out there within the industry that this is a pretty good place to do business. Well, you're, you're so correct. And we've had, you know, scheduled passenger activity as long as we've been operating the airport. But we've seen some cycles where it's, you know, it's grown and then it, it's reduced. Um, but, but a lot of that stuff was within the whole industry, wasn't it? Uh, definitely, industry-wide. And what's happened most recently is low-cost carriers are entering the Canadian market. They're seeing successes abroad and in the United States. And Hamilton is, you know, strategically located in a large populated area. And utilizing a secondary airport just aligns to the low-cost carrier strategy to uh, make it easy, make travel simple, utilize airports that have extra capacity, and keep costs low so they can give low fares to the travelers. Well, and and we always get into this, but I think it's worthy of repeating it every time. It's it's all about convenience. I mean, you know, air travel is... It's it's a pain in the butt if you have to fly out of Pearson. It's a lovely airport, a huge facility, but, I mean, it takes you an hour and a half to get there, probably another hour and a half to find a parking spot, uh, and then about a day and a half to fly, go walk you into the terminal, uh, and on and on it goes. And then, of course, that when you're finished your trip, you got to get your luggage. And it's it's almost a day of, of travel just to get there and back. Uh, I, I love about the fact that when we fly out of Hamilton, John C. Monroe, uh, usually about 20, 25 minutes after the plane lands, I'm home. I mean, and it's just that convenient, and that's simply because of you've got a very efficient operation there. Well, thank you, and that's exactly what we want to hear. Um, having a secondary airport in this area actually just gives consumers the choice. So if you want to go down the street to another airport, you can. Um, if you want to use a simple airport that's easy to access, you choose Hamilton. And that is one of the, the, the niche you know, market opportunities that we have is to provide a choice to consumers to make it easy to travel. Uh, the the marketing is is interesting in this because I know that a lot of folks uh, at, at the, when you see some of these numbers, Dina, they're going to think, wow, that's the sun destinations because they've got all those flights, and that that's certainly part of it. That's part of the success sure, story yeah. here. But but as as I'm there, whether you know it's a, it's a flight from from Calgary or someplace else, these places are packed. I mean, people, business people, people that are there for vacations are using this as opposed to some of the bigger airports. Absolutely. Like if I think about what Swoop did when they opened up Abbotsford nonstop, mm-hmm. they connected the Greater Toronto area through Hamilton over to Greater Vancouver through Abbotsford. So, of course, people are gravitating to the convenience of those low-cost fares and connecting across Canada to do so. And then Swoop went ahead and started up some U.S. service in October into Florida and into Las Vegas. So it makes you question, do I need to go to Buffalo to get those low-cost fares? 
no, I've got a made in Canada solution here in my own backyard that I can use through Hamilton. So it's these types of um, offerings that continue to mount with carriers like Swoop and soon to be Norwegian that allow Canadians to just second guess, do I really need to go through other airports? And, as, and while I'm doing so, save a dollar uh, in doing it by doing it through Hamilton. And, and for the, I guess, the traveler that does a lot of traveling, they, they already know about this and they already know that there should and could be alternatives to this. Uh, that if you're going to fly to Chicago, for instance, you don't have to go to O'Hare because it's a pain there. There's a secondary airport. Uh, I, I remember when you guys made the announcement about Abbotsford, and uh, I, a friend of mine said, well, who wants to go to Abbotsford? I said, anybody that wants to go to Vancouver wants to go to Abbotsford because it's, it's a lot less hassle, yeah. and, and it's a short ride over to, to Vancouver to wherever you want to be there. And a significant savings. It, right? Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And you, you've really kind of grabbed that market, haven't you? We have, and it's been partnering with the airlines that have, you know, made that decision to enter our market to provide those services. So those are incredible numbers, and, and we've seen a lot of this happening. Uh, the European stuff always intrigued me because I know that there have been attempts in the past about this, and they've, they've been wildly successful from a consumer standpoint. Uh, some of the businesses have had some problems over in Europe, but you, you seem to have got some solid partners now. Well, uh, starting the end of March, yeah. we will be introducing Norwegian and starting a daily flight for the summer season uh, into Dublin, and we're we're hopeful that that will open the, the door for a, additional growth. Yeah, uh, we've been talking about that around the kitchen table, too. That's still on the bucket list. I think I'm about the only member of my family that hasn't been back over there. Uh, so, uh, we, and, and now that you got direct flights out of Hamilton, this is going to be fabulous. And, and I don't want to, by the way, give the, the Sun Destinations a short shift because, I mean, that that's a major, major uh, asset, I think, for this airport, isn't it? I think with the cold temperatures that we're seeing out there yeah, uh, yesterday, today. today <laughs> let's let's get out of town for sure. Um, no, the, the the likes of Air Transit and Sunwing continue to roll out increases in their offering as well, and so the Sun Vacation Package continues to be continues to be very popular with Canadian consumers looking for all inclusives. And then Swoop's also dipping their toe into this space because they started the Montego Bay, Jamaica, Cancun, and Puerto Vallarta flights into Mexico uh, just in the last month. Um, and what we're noticing is that customers are also selecting Airbnb or vacation rentals that they're booking directly themselves while they're marrying that up with the airfare that Swoop's offering to those destinations. There's another side to this, too, that I like, maybe a lot of folks don't think about. But with this success, and still, I guess, focusing on the passenger traffic, uh, there are a number of other businesses that are popping up as partners here. Uh, I mean, you, you need more transportation options, for instance, people coming and going from the airport. Uh, and, and you've got some of those over there. Uh, Best Buy's got a, a, a shop up there right now. So, And this is stuff that wasn't there a few years ago. But basically, because of the demand from, from your passengers and your consumers, these people are saying, look, there's a market there for us. Oh, most definitely. And what we're seeing right now is, you know, ground transportation. People are finding alternate ways to get to the airport. So how can we provide, you know, additional product for them to use? We're working with ground transportation companies now to expand the offering. We've just signed uh, an agreement with Lyft to provide some ride share. And of course, we're, we're working very closely with, with Uber as well. Um, food and beverage and, you know, giving the, the traveler the ability to spend the, to spend and to, to purchase while they're transiting through the airport. So we are expanding our offering. We had some successes last year with food and beverage. Um, just wait and see what's going to happen in 2019. Um, and again, we've got duty-free at the airport as well. So expanding their offerings to provide, you know, more product to the traveler. And with these other airlines and, and the frequency in which they're coming into the airport right now, uh, support services at the airport, I guess, obviously are going to be impacted by this in a, in a positive way. There's, there's more of that going on now. 
Oh, definitely. And um, we're actually seeing a lot of interest right now on land development. So to support our passenger and our cargo airlines, you require maintenance facilities. So we're working with a few partners right now for expansion of, of, of hangars and maintenance repair overhaul. Um, that's increasing jobs. So we're very happy to report, you know, last year we updated our economic impact study, 3,500 jobs at the airport. You know, we're likely one of the top 10 employers in the city of Hamilton. And then in, in addition to that, you've got uh, support services to all the airlines for ground handling, for fueling, onboard concession and food offering. So. Um, as the passenger and the cargo grow, so do all those ancillary opportunities. Well, let's talk about cargo, uh, because that's what I usually hear, because uh, we're not too far from the airport, and, and I can hear the comings and goings uh, into the evening, especially in the overnight period. Uh, and I see the results of that, obviously, with uh, the, the, you know, the pure later trucks that come whizzing down the 403 after that. Uh, still a great success story. It has been for many, many years, but you're really building on that success with cargo. Oh, definitely. And, and Hamilton Airport is the number one domestic overnight cargo airport for express movement of goods. Um, with the increases in e-commerce e and online shopping, we're seeing all of our partners um, expand their businesses and future growth opportunities are huge. Over the past two years, we've grown our business 20% and directly linked to the online shopping experience and moving product through the airport. Um, you may not, you know, be aware, but we actually even have Amazon and Air Canada Cargo. Uh, while their planes aren't aren't in Hamilton, the goods are actually moving through our facility, and we're working with all of our partners on what you know their peak season for winter 2019 is going to look like as they're you know getting ready already to expand their their businesses in Hamilton. Do people connect the dots on that, Dina, to understand? But I mean, online shopping is growing. I mean, it's still a small percentage of the mm -hmm, market, but mm -hmm. there's there's steady growth there. And I don't know if I know anybody that isn't doing it, at least a little bit of it these days. Yep. But, you know, if they, they order that ottoman or if they order something from Amazon, then it probably came to Hamilton Airport and was put on a truck and taken to their house. Exactly. I think it's a lot of that behind-the-curtain secret, yeah. if you will, that people aren't realizing that if it's moving by air, it is likely coming through Hamilton just because of its cargo profile and the well, fact that we're it, a 24-7 operation. Yeah, if it came two days after you ordered it, yeah. it probably came here by air. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, no, it's an amazing piece of our business and it actually optimizes our business 24-7 because what we're doing for the economy by night and for consumers by night, we counter that with our passenger complement during the day. So we're fully, fully uh, utilizing our infrastructure 24-7 because of, of how we're set up. It's almost two worlds, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a daytime Hamilton Airport and a nighttime Hamilton Airport. Almost oh, definitely, and if you're there day or night, it's 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 very interesting to to watch what is going on. It's just ex exciting at two o'clock in the morning as it is at eight o'clock in the morning when passengers are leaving the airport. Yeah. Do you transition at all? I mean, from one to the other. I mean, because I, I, like I say, I've, I've the latest the latest flight I've seen coming in there is about midnight, I, and and that was one of the ones from Calgary about a few months ago, I guess it was. But uh, but obviously you've got to get ready for the cargo stuff that's coming in at the same. I mean that's happening anytime anyway. But that there's a real focus on that, and I know that there's uh, uh, you were talking about the number of people that are employed there, and that number swells considerably at nighttime because you need hands on to get this stuff moving. Definitely, and what we're seeing right now is we are utilizing the airport 24/7. There is really no longer any quiet time at the airport. As our cargo activity is winding down around four or five in the morning, we're actually starting to see, you know, the passengers arriving actually earlier. Um, we've got 3 a.m. people arriving in order to get on that 5.45 first flight out in the morning. So we are definitely maximizing our utility to the best of its ability. Do a little crystal balling here with these numbers. Uh, again, this is good news and the industry is aware of this. I mean, they see these numbers as well. 
Uh, you've attracted some great new businesses over the last three or four years, especially. And as you mentioned, Norwegian will be coming on board in just a few weeks, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you see in the future? And I know you can't make any announcements right now, but I mean, it, it, things are looking pretty positive at this stage. Well, we've we've got about nine million passenger or nine million people that are in our catchment area, and we're also hopeful that the low cost service will repatriate the two million passengers across the border every year. We're also seeing a lot of United States license plates in our parking lot, which it means that travelers are actually coming this way to get on those flights. So, with the low cost service that is coming in the market, Swoop will be you know adding additional frequencies to domestic uh, destinations this summer. They also will be keeping some of their U.S. Uh, service and international service throughout the summer so for the first time ever we'll have year-round service outside of the uh, outside of Canada's perimeter those contributing to additional passengers traveling through add Norwegian and the market is ready for expansion so it it's promising there's a, an interesting tie-in with the European market and I'm going to include the UK with that uh, there's a, a great interest here because I know that, as we mentioned in the past, there's been a number of, of, of attempts to do this in the past, and, and they've always been successful. The people just seem to love this, and it ties in very nicely with the low-cost airlines over in, in Europe and in the U.K. Well, opening up our market uh, in March into, into Ireland will give passengers the choice to continue to fly mm-hmm. um, elsewhere, connecting flights into Europe and just continuing to grow that product. Uh, we're hopeful that Norwegian will, you know, next year look at Hamilton and expand those routes and we'll continue to work to push that effort forward. Well, I know that uh, when my son was living in Dublin some years ago, I mean, uh, you know, the, the connections to go over and say, hey, we're going to Amsterdam for the weekend. And, right. and it was, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the, the Brexit stuff and everything. But at the same time, uh, it was it was easy, and and once you have access to that, it's a great jump off point for credit connections to just about anywhere else you want to go in Europe. And Bill, if I can add, like the fares to cross the pond to Dublin with Norwegian, there's fares as low as two oh nine Canadian one way taxes in. So all you have to do is get yourself to Dublin as a hub, and whether you connect with Norwegian Airlines on their network or you connect with other carriers like Ryanair through all of Europe, you have a really uh, attractive cost proposition there to have a European summer holiday. So it's just a really neat um, recipe for Hamilton this summer in terms of, yes, we're opening up the transatlantic market, we're going to have daily Dublin service, but it could mean Dublin and beyond for customers in this area. Well, and that's the reaction uh, that, that I, I'm hearing from an awful lot of people that already know about that. And I'll go back to my son's experience. You know, hey, we've got to go spend the weekend in Frankfurt yeah. or Hamburg or someplace like that. Or, uh, and, and you're back and forth. It's almost like a commuter flight because it's not really that far. And it's sure. very inexpensive. But to get to Dublin is, is the key. And, and as you say, you're offering a low-cost fare. That's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Well, this is fabulous. Uh, it's good to see, uh, you know, because we talked about some of the challenges that the industry was facing over the last little while. The economy uh, is picked up. People still want to get from point A to point B. Uh, and cost and convenience. I mean, it, th- those were always the two things you always talked about, Kathy. And, and, and obviously that's what you can offer that, frankly, a lot of other airlines or airports can't do. Oh, most definitely. And uh, I just want to acknowledge that, you know, we're, you know, it's it's been quite a while. We've been persistent with our, you know, approach with our airlines to get service here. And we will continue to move forward to be that global gateway um, into Canada for affordable travel and movement of goods. Well, uh, our friend Ron Foxcroft always uh, wants me to remind people when we have these conversations that this wouldn't happen without an extremely talented board of directors. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no, but really, there's, there's been great community support for this. I mean, obviously, yes. th- from the, the folks that are running the operation, but at the same time, uh, the, there's a local flavor to this and a local drive to make this thing work, and it's really paying off. 
It's it, it definitely is. And uh, the city of Hamilton owns this airport and we can't be we are so proud to be the operator on behalf of the city and continuing to move forward as an economic engine, a driver of jobs and continuing to prov- provide choice to the community for affordable travel. Well, great news story. Congratulations. And uh, I, I guess the best way to wrap this up is keep it up. Oh, thank you very we much. Will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Kathy Puckering and uh, Dina Carlucci from uh, John C. Monroe Hamilton International Airport. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.